0: Hello and welcome to my podcast. I am your host, my name is Corey Woods. And today, as usual, we are just going to jump right in. The topic that I wanna discuss today is really embracing that what you want, you already have. And this is gonna go in so many fun directions, I can already feel it and see it. And I wanna share with you a little bit how I develop or create these podcast episodes. They come with, Uh, a lot of preparation as far as I like to think about the topic. But when I get here to actually record the podcast, it's you hear what, or you get what you hear. (laughs) I almost said you hear what you get. I like to, I don't really like to edit. And if you are okay with that, you're going to be a witness to the messiness of sometimes in the way that I present the message that I have to share and that I want to share. And you get to experience what it's like just hearing what it is that I have to share and I hope you are able to enjoy this episode that I have for you because it's been something that has been weighing on my mind. This whole idea that I have or what I want, I already have and a lot of this started because I have been in a huge transformational shift, I want to say the last couple months. A lot of things have shifted for me internally and I made a decision that I was going to be moving and I was going to be moving out of state from Arizona. And what that decision, it felt right, it felt good, it felt justified, everything about the decision it was pushing me in the direction of growth and expansion, right? And every possible obstacle known to man is what I like to be dramatic in the way that I speak. However, every obstacle known to man, it just came to my awareness. and. You know, a lot of people in my surrounding communities and my close friendships—they wanted to remind me that what if that those obstacles meant that you weren't supposed to move and that you were supposed to stay. And even though they were well intended, I knew exactly what they meant. Obstacles for me, a lot of times, are the way. And I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that saying before. And I feel like. Many spiritual leaders talk about how obstacles are the way. They show up to show you something. And a lot of times they're very symbolic as well as just different things that you're supposed to be thinking about, looking at. And for me, the obstacles that showed up in my way, they brought to my awareness a lot of what, like these limiting beliefs that I had about myself, they brought to my awareness where i was not how do i say this where i was not in alignment with who i am and who like the the contribution that i want to make to this world to my family to my relationships the impact that i'm ready to bring and that i want to focus on so these obstacles i wasn't looking at them i wasn't looking at them as if the decision i was making to move was a bad thing They were actually very, very good for me to see where I was still living in a lot of fear and making decisions from a lot of fear. And one thing that I've learned, if I'm going to share this right off before I get started, is that fear, right? What's underneath fear for me is love. It's always love. Because when you go into a state of fear, a lot of times, I'm sure you guys understand this, but our bodies will go into a stress response or a trauma response of fight flight or freeze and so that's kind of what it's felt like these last couple months is that i've been been in this perpetual freeze response and for those who know me (laughs) i am a fighter i always have something that i'm fighting for and so i had to learn not to fight myself through or push through those freeze responses in fact i had to learn to be with them accept with them accept them learn from them i mean it's been this crazy intense three months of higher, it it just feels like higher learning and reorganization that is happening within me. And so today, this topic of, okay, so if I have what I want, this exists, I want to invite you to think of it from this way. This exists at a very unconscious level. And what I mean by that is if you look around Look at all of your surroundings, look at what you have, look at your house, where you live, the car that you drive, the amount of money that you're making. Look at your closest relationships, maybe even your romantic relationships. You, What you want, you already have. And some of you might be thinking, yeah, but I don't want this, or I don't want my marriage to look like this, or I don't want my business to look like this, or I don't want to be making zero money in my business. or." you know, for my coaching clients, I don't want to not be signing clients, but technically you do, you are the master creator of your, of your reality. And so if you are experiencing results in your life, whether internally or externally, it's because at an unconscious level, that is what you want. And I kind of want to dive into what I've been learning about when it comes to this concept. So, um, Today, like I just want to explore like this perspective, and I like to think of it. It's just a very unique perspective of embracing what it is that you don't want, because our lives, like they are a mix of desires and challenges, and sometimes we find ourselves facing situations we would rather avoid. Like, why is this happening to me? In fact, that's the question that I have been asking for two and a half months before freaking God like slapped me in the face. Cannot literally, but you know what I mean. Where I had this wake up call. When uh, I feel like spirit told me, Corey, you are asking the wrong question when I, I'm wasting energy, when I'm looking at air quote what's happening to me and I ask why I actually might not ever understand why things have transpired for me in the way that they have over the last few months because it's a wrong question and it doesn't matter. What i truly do know and believe for myself is that all things are working for me and if i believe that asking the question why is this happening to me is coming from a very victim standpoint and i might never have the answers and so that was actually really hard for me to accept uh (laughs) at first but then it made complete sense it's like i'm wasting my energy i'm solving for the wrong problems so uh I wanna talk about like the transformative power of embracing what we don't want and how it can lead us to growth and resilience and ultimately fulfillment. And it's very enlightening and very freeing to be able to learn to embrace what you don't want so that you can actually get in touch with what you do want and make decisions from that place. And so sometimes in the self-help community, They talk about embracing what you don't want as a form of radical responsibility. And I remember there was a time I want to share a quick story about when I was really, I call it knee deep in my healing journey, but really it was just the beginning. And it was the beginning of a never ending experience (laughs) or so it felt at the time. But I remember praying and asking God, like, I want to be healed through love. I want to know what it feels like to experience healing through love. I didn't know what that meant it just it just felt right to ask and I remember as I was meditating and pondering on this uh, spirit taught me. showed me a picture actually of my daughter who is now 12 my 12 year old daughter and Spirit showed me like I was brought back to this memory of when I was really upset with her and we had gotten an argument and it was very very terrible and I said some things that I probably should not have said it was a very dark parenting moment and I was shown brought back to that memory and the Spirit taught me or told me that you need to be able to forgive yourself you need to practice like a deep level of forgiveness (laughs) And I said, I'm sorry, what? I don't want to remember all of these past things that I've done. And there was so much wisdom in that lesson. It, It took me probably the next year to fully integrate and unravel what I was supposed to learn from that. But essentially, I walked away from that experience of realizing when I asked to be healed through love it didn't feel very loving because I had to learn how to radically forgive myself, like self-forgiveness on a deep level. And at that time, that memory is what shocked me into the awareness of all of these things that I was holding on that wasn't actually serving me. And so I had to learn deep forgiveness and you know, I work with a lot of coaches. I help them grow their coaching business. And I, often have to remind them that your clients are coming to you because they want something from you and that as a life coach, you essentially give them what you need. And that's how the universe works as well. You know, they always say you got to be careful what you ask for (laughs) because it never shows up in the way that you think it will. And it doesn't matter how much mindset work and manifestation awareness that you have. The universe is always going to give you what you need before you get what you want. And so, essentially, these obstacles, you know, like I said at the beginning of this podcast, these obstacles that have been showing up for me in these last couple months, I have been learning that principle that there is something that I want, but I am being given what I need. I need to be able to look at certain aspects of my life, and I, and I need to shine a spotlight on them, either so that I can transmute them, make them into something good, I can let them go, I can do my self-forgiveness practice, I can learn to be with them, you know. Just the list can go on. And I also want to share another story that's actually just coming to mind, you know, in regards to this whole principle. But a few years back, uh, when, you know, when I was married at the time, and my husband at the time, he had a business that went into hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt, and we had to file bankruptcy. And so when we filed bankruptcy, we lost everything and had to move into my in-laws house, which was a huge blessing in so many ways, so, so many ways. But my entitled self and fit throwing of an individual decided that it was the worst experience that I could ever have. And there were so many humbling things that came from it, but that it took me a long time to learn. Like I literally had to sit in my fifth throw. And my mother-in-law, I just want to put a full disclaimer on her. She is an angel sent from God. And my kids, it was such an amazing experience for my kids to be able to grow their relationship with her. But at the time she had lived in a very rundown house. She lived in Houston. And so her house was mold filled, cockroach infested. And I just remember, uh, because I was very involved in yoga and, um, I was trying to do yoga in her house, and I would be flicking cockroaches off my legs. I remember kneeling down in prayer, and I would be flicking cockroaches off the legs and it, off of my legs, off my hands. Like it felt so overwhelming that every time I turned on a light in that house, that cockroaches would run everywhere, and I was so embarrassed. I was embarrassed that I had allowed my family situation to be in the in the way that it was. I mean, all seven of us were sharing a one bedroom. And I've just felt so embarrassed. And I'm like, God, what am I supposed to learn from that? What am I supposed to learn from this experience? Please help me because this feels like monumental. It felt monumental at the time, probably mostly because we had lost everything. I mean, we were relying on so many people to take care of our family, including the government. And what I realized is that those cockroaches taught me something about me. When I finally accepted i had to accept that what i want what i wanted i i had i wanted the struggle i wanted people to feel sorry for me i wanted to be able to be a victim to my own circumstances i wanted to blame my then husband at the time for all of my problems i wanted to suffer You guys and I got exactly what I wanted and so as I sat back and asked this question like okay What am I supposed to learn from this because these cockroaches are not going anywhere and apparently neither is my family because I Cannot get us out of this situation Cockroaches taught me that I am resilient period That was a message. I feel like God needed me to learn I also needed to learn about myself that no matter what I do. I will always experience success I had never thought about myself in that way and here i am you know asking okay what am i supposed to learn about cockroaches why are they here because they are literally tripping up my brain but i had to learn these things about myself and one of these things is that i will never stop showing up i will never stop showing up for my family for my kids i will never stop serving i will never stop committing to the, the betterment of this world i will never ever stop and those cockroaches reminded me of that i had to it's like I, I i put myself right if i have to take radical responsibility i created that situation where i lived with my mother-in-law so that i could remember like who i was instead of looking at all of these things that were air quotes happening to me Right, I'm not a victim to my circumstance. I'm not a victim to the bankruptcy or to you know the mold that was growing or the situation that I that I was in. But I sure as hell wanted to be a victim. I wanted to be a victim. Right? That, that <laughs> like, I'm, I'm laughing at this because of how real it felt, and I had no idea that I was in such a victim mentality my whole life. Like my nervous system was regulated to the point of like, I needed validation through people believing my victim's story. Holy hell. Like I had no idea. I had absolutely no idea. So I began my journey of embracing what it is that I didn't want so that I could learn to navigate through all of these difficult times with courage and with determination because challenges are always going to rise. Like You better be careful what you ask God in the universe for because what you want, you are going to get what you need before you actually get what you want. That is a manifestation principle that has been drilled into my mind and it's like all of a sudden my soul gets it. I'm not afraid to ask for what I want. I will never stop running towards the things that matter most to me. and. Living in that state of being, it's an internal way of being, it's an internal state of being that I had to learn through these challenges or through these obstacles, right? So a lot of times, so if you are resisting what it is that you don't want, or you think that, you know, this is not what I asked for, this is not what I want, you can ask yourself some questions. Just like i did because it helps you shift your perspective it helps you turn every challenge that you have and into into an opportunity for personal growth and self-discovery so ask yourself what can i learn from this situation and for me my question that i always ask myself is like okay if i have what i think i don't want how is it serving me? How is it serving me to have $0 in the bank right now? How is it serving me to have a marriage that is where we're constantly fighting? How is it serving me to be mad at my parents for what they did to me? How is it serving me to be mad at my ex and blame him for the relationship I have with my own children? You guys, everything that you think you don't want is serving you for a higher purpose. And I promise you, the pain has a purpose. It has a lesson. It's always going to take you back to what matters most to you and what your desires are. See, fear and your desires, they are similar feelings in our body. But a lot of times we have to pass through the fear to really, really connect what it is that we want and to be able to create the capacity to receive what it is that we want. So when we experience what we don't want, it highlights the significance of this in the, sorry, my my words, okay? Let me go back to what I was trying to say. When we experience what we don't want, it will highlight, it will shine a spotlight on the significance of the things that we cherish. It will give us opportunities to have gratitude for the positive things in our lives and it becomes more profound when we acknowledge and accept you know what we call the negative things or the limiting things or the things that we don't want or the dark side of us so our perception plays a crucial role in how we navigate through our life's challenges i'm always trying or attempting to reframe When I see or perceive that something is not good or happening for me, sometimes I need help and I'll reach out to friends and I'll reach out to a coach because I know that I just need a reframe. Every decision that I make right now, I know is rooted in love, but sometimes it doesn't feel that way. So we have to remember, okay, that it's important that we have the power to create change in our lives. And by embracing what you don't want, embracing what you think you don't want and understanding that The impact that it has on us, we can take steps towards manifesting or creating the life that we truly desire. It's like, do you have the capacity to really, really be with what it is that you don't want? Okay. That's the question for you. So, what I did this week is I took, like, I call it my come to Jesus moments, and I got really really vulnerable with my current circumstance. And I want to buy myself a trophy. (laughs) Whenever I'm having like a spiritual connection, sometimes I just laugh and giggle because it's not a big deal. My ego thinks it's a huge deal. But I want to share with you some of the things that I had come to accept as a part of me that isn't necessarily me or the essential part peace to me, but I am learning to embrace what I call like the dark side of Corey, or the ego or the part that's keeping me alive. She is very much a weak ass bitch is what I, you know, that's why I started this podcast. But this part of me, right, that wants to be the biggest victim of, the, of, of them all, like I want to be the victim. So I spent time acknowledging, okay, so where am I showing up as the victim? Why do I want to be the victim? How is it serving me? And guess what? The award goes to me and I'm putting on my badge of honor as I share this very vulnerable piece with you. But I am so good at creating a victim story. I actually want people to pay me for my suffering. And for July, I want zero paying clients for the month so I can feel validated in how hard it is to grow a business. Oh my gosh, it gets better. <laughs> I want to show up late on calls so I can prove that I can't be trusted. I want to avoid tracking my progress so that this constant state of panic that I've been in, that it actually has a purpose. I want to share my same story over and over and over again to prove that in fact I am a victim of my circumstances in my business, in my life, and my relationships. I want others to tell me what to do so that on some level I have someone to blame when I don't get what I want. So, talk about a come to Jesus moment. I took big steps in doing a deep inventory on the results that I'm having in my business. And I decided to take full responsibility for them by asking myself, why do I want what I have? I have looked at how I've spent my hours growing my business. I have looked. At how I have uh, created presence with my children, I have looked at my romantic relationships. I have looked at my parent, my relationships with my parents. I have looked at the money that I have and that I don't have. I've looked at my current client results because I want to show up deeper as a powerful coach, the most sought after female coach on the planet. And if that's what I want, I have to be willing to look at. Okay, why do I have? what I don't want? Why do I want what I have? Right? I I am. I'm very, very much a big proponent of looking at all the different angles uh, in our lives so that we can examine them so we can change them so we can transmute them because they will all turn into something good. I promise if you are willing to do the work on yourself or if you need help doing this work on you, I invite you to spend time really, really being honest with yourself, why do you want what you already have? And even the things that you think that you don't want or that you should have, I want you to look at your entitled, where are you showing up entitled in in your life? Uh, Where are you showing up justifying? Where are you blaming? Where are you pointing fingers? Where are you not taking responsibility for the internal experience that you are having of you? I wanna thank you for joining me And allowing me to share with you this amazing journey that I have been on. I am a life and a business coach. And right now I offer free breakthrough sessions. So if any of this resonated with you, I would love to help you on your journey. You could find me at, or you can email me at Corey, at CoreyWoodsCoaching.com. And we can set up an appointment where I can help you in any way that you might feel like you need help. I'm a money coach. I specialize in in helping life coaches grow their business and making money in their business. But I promise you, what you want, aka the money, is never what it is that you actually need. Okay, have a great day.